All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, altplayground.net is our pick for where to find your next non-monogamous adventure. And why is that? Well, one of the reasons is because Alt Playground is all about inclusivity in the lifestyle. That's why they offer nine different gender identities, nine relationship statuses, and 13 sexual orientations. APG's mission is to provide a fun and inclusive environment for all non-monogamous and sexually open people, and that's something we absolutely love. We like the idea that people can get on and truly communicate to others who they are and why they're on the site, which is really fuck. It's just cool. Yeah, and there's no place for judgment there. I just, I dig that. No one's got any kind of mis- you know preconceived notions about who you are, what you're looking for. Everything's just met with thoughtfulness, kindness. I dig it. Yeah, it's a good place to be. So head on over to altplayground.net and join us there. We have a community with over 600 people in it called Front Porch Swingers. We hope you'll come say hello. So it's uh, been a fun week for digital communication. Yeah. We've been talking to a couple of couples, which of course is not really the norm for us. But No, not our jam hardly at all anymore at this yeah. point, not where we are. Yeah, but it's been kind of fun. It's interesting. So we have, I think most recently, and I say recently, within the last two months or so, have gone to individual profiles Yes, on a lot of our platforms. Now, we still have our, our joint profiles, but we do have our own profiles on a lot of the same platforms now, which has really, we've turned a corner in a lot of ways because of that. Yeah. Well, why do you think that is? Well, for, for one reason, I think it's less intimidating for single individuals, particularly to reach out to a single person or an individual as opposed to a couple. Who they perceive to be as a single person. They perceive yeah. to be single. Absolutely. And that's also, uh, I've, and as I've found this out, and this goes for the gals too, as we're going to talk about today, because we're, our story today is actually a, a little bit of a flip for us because I had a single gal interaction <gasps> and we're going to talk about that. And it be, and it was largely due to my solo profile. Yes. And she didn't entirely read it either. Really? Yeah. So it's not just a single dudes, which we're going to get to. We'll get the single guy tip of the week because that also plays a part in how this whole thing transpired. So right out of the gate, the, the last thing I think people do before reaching out a lot of times is reading the entire profile. Yeah. Like they read a little bit, they reach out, and then if you respond, then they go back and read the entire thing. That seems to be the kind of the pattern that I'm seeing. Or do they just look at your pictures? It's the and first then, thing they do. <laughs> and then shoot a message. 100%. It's that Tinder mentality. Yep, yep, yep. It's the swipe left, swipe right mentality, no doubt about it. And then after you start communicating, at least in, in my experience, particularly most recently, it's like, oh, I just noticed this. Well, we've chatted now for, you know, we've had like six correspondence right. you know, back and forth. <laughs> and now you just realize I'm part of a couple. So yeah, like you're not entirely reading the whole, whole program, which I find very interesting. So do you think she wouldn't have reached out to you if she she would have known you were partnered? 
I didn't ask her that when I met her, but I would be surprised if she had directly. I think I, I think initially she would have been a little bit hesitant. She to was do looking so. for single men. Yeah, particularly because of what happened. I think not not because of what happened, but she had a, a pretty crappy experience, which is going to be part of single guy tip of the week because it could easily have fucked up the program for me and anybody else that she may have corresponded with or attempted to. It happens all the time. All the time. Especially I've been guilty of that. I've gone through periods of time where it's like someone corresponds with me, pisses me off and then the next three guys get the rap just get a, yeah, which absolutely. is not okay at all i'm really working on it but. no I, and i that wasn't really my what had happened in this particular case but yeah you got to be cognizant that everybody is different you yeah. know you can't hold the next guy or gal responsible for the previous person's behavior yeah you know which is essentially what could have happened here so what i think is really interesting is we had a couple's profile on our bdsm site for a long yeah. time and we got a lot of correspondence there we met some great people mostly me yeah but we never had couples reach out to us there. No, very and few. Now we have single profiles and we have couples reaching out to us there. Yeah. And it's interesting. The couple that you corresponded with really have a, they're, they're looking for something very unique, at least from my perspective, unique from anything we've run into. Although you and I have discussed that before. The potentiality of meeting a couple, we really click with them, and but kind of spending time with them independently of each other. Right. And that's kind of what they're looking for, which is right in our wheelhouse. Well, it's really interesting because this particular couple is one that has been same room for a while. They've been in the lifestyle for two or three years. They've only ever played in the same room. Right. And it really isn't working for them. They're like, you know, it's fun. Not that they're not having fun with other people, but they just feel like there's a certain level of anticipatory buildup, something we talk about all the time, yeah. that's missing. And they like the idea of being separate and then coming back together. But they don't necessarily want to do it with single people. Right. There's more uh, security to them in doing it with a couple because it, another couple isn't going to come and try to ruin the program or be weird or... Right. And they run into the same issue that we do, mainly because of where we live and the, and the lack of, you know, I think experience basically in the lifestyle in our area in general. They are having a difficult time finding separate room couples. Yes. That's the problem. And we talked about this before. You know, the reclamation for us is really kind of lost if we're in the same room. Because we've For had, you, we, not for me necessarily. For but. me, because we've had because I'm experiencing it firsthand, like real time. Right. So it kind of ruins the you know, the surprise for me, it ruins the fantasy for me. And so, yeah, it's it's difficult. So I found that very interesting. That's somebody, that's a couple we'll probably communicate with for a bit and see how that goes. Well, their idea is for the four of us to get together and make sure that nobody's a total fucking weirdo. And then right. if we're comfortable, you going out with the wife and me going right. out with the husband and right. playing completely separately. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously going back to our respective partners, which is something we have talked about would be awesome, but we kind of agreed that in our area, it's really difficult to find that. We weren't expecting to find a couple like that. Very difficult. It's the first couple that's ever kind of approached us with that. So I find it interesting. Yeah. And I'm communicating with a couple who is interested in us because they realized on my profile that we are a couple. And so they found that very interesting. They were looking for either a single man or a single woman. And of course, the idea that there's a couple, they're like, oh, wow, this could be the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. And they have kind of the similar situation to us. They don't meet a lot of couples. They have a very difficult time communicating with four people and that kind of connection. And uh, they have very hectic schedules. So their time is limited. And they find that couples get really put off because they are not able to meet, you know, every weekend or just on a spur of the moment kind of thing. They have to kind of plan it out. So they were open to the idea of us because I made it very clear our schedules are 
batshit. So don't expect us to be able to drop everything and just, you know, show up. Yeah. They're like, cool, we're the same way. So we won't be offended if you can't make it and you just have to cancel and they have kids and all that kind of stuff. I said, yeah, same here. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to lose any sleep over it. No issue. Oh, that's great. So yeah. And they're, they seem very attractive, like attractive people. They are experienced. They know what they want. They're very clear about that. So yeah, really interesting that this, the solo profiles have kind of sparked the interest from couples. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it too. It's fun. We got some fun shit in the works that yeah. I wasn't expecting for us to have in the works. Not at all. And uh, I think today's story will also mirror that. But before we get to that, should we uh, discuss Single Guy Tip of the Week? Yeah, Single Guy Tip of the Week really leads right into kind of the story we're going to tell today, which is mine and this this gal's uh, interaction, first interaction, I should say, because spoiler alert, I've seen her multiple times now. And really what happened was... She reached out, and you saw it. You're the one that found it because you you monitor all of my platforms. <laughs> I don't really do it. And you're like, hey, this attractive woman has reached out to you. I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. And then actually, you read it to me. And then I said, well, let's respond to her. And then I asked you, I told you kind and of- And by what, let's, you mean, Brenna, you respond to yeah, her. Yeah, <laughs> I said respond to her, you know, politely. And you did. And so- when you did that, she responded relatively quickly. I think by the by the you know the afternoon, this was in the morning. By the afternoon, she had responded, and she was very hesitant. Yeah. At first, that's what you said. Because she, first of all, the message she sent me was simply complimentary. She complimented me on my picture. She thought I was attractive. I, I said thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And then she responded back with something like, "My pleasure. Don't come across a lot of profiles like yours. I just wanted to reach out." And <laughs> I did that profile just saying so. Well, and I I'm said officially, that. officially the best wing woman ever. <laughs> right. And I said that in the next response. I was like, well, oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. That's kind. Uh, I found your picture really attractive. She had a, a profile picture. She looked very, really cute. And I said, I will thank my wife. She is the one who sets up my profiles. <laughs> so then an hour went by and she responded. She's like, I am so sorry. I didn't realize you were part of a couple. And I didn't say anything to her like, hey, you didn't read the, you know, the whole bio. But... She didn't. And then she went on to tell me as we were communicating that she had been blown off by a number of the the last two single guys or presumably single guys she was going to meet and get to know blew her off the last minute. Like one of them completely ghosted. And of course, my answer was probably not single, you know, because here you've got an attractive woman on on a kink BDSM fetish platform, very clearly outlining what she's looking for. And if a single guy would have passed this up, you're simply, you're just you're not a single guy, He's or you're insane. not serious. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm telling you, you're totally insane because she is so much fun. So yeah, there, there's something something up there. Yeah. And she told me she was really kind of hesitant. She probably she didn't think she was even going to necessarily respond to me if I reached out. And I said, look, you know, let's try to put something together, and it worked out. So single guy tip of the week. Here's the problem with the single guys who behaved that way, even if one of them had been legitimate but blew her off at the last minute or simply ghosted on her, all you are doing is fucking it up, potentially, for whomever is coming after you. Yes. You know, that's all you're doing. You are simply fucking up the program for every other single, presumably single guy who is interested in this person. Yeah. And you're fucking it up for her. First of all, this is a person who is married. She's part of a couple. She has full permission to play. She is not vanilla. Her partner is. So she gets the opportunity to play in this space. So here she is taking time out of her schedule. She is a medical professional. She works crazy fucking hours. So as you'll find out in the story, I have to meet her at like 5.15 in the morning. Okay. So that's a schedule issue for a lot of people. I get that. Fortunately, not for me because my dumb ass is up at 4.45 every day. So... (laughs) 
she puts herself out there only to be blown off by these presumably single dudes. Yeah. So if you were a single guy and you are serious about this and you're really chasing this down and you're really trying to be part of the space, don't fuck it up for the next guy. How fucking difficult is it to simply send a message, hey, I am really sorry. I am not going to be able to make it on our scheduled date. Yeah. Can we try to reschedule? It ain't that, it's just not that fucking tough. You know what it's kind of like to me? It's like littering. It's like when you're going down the highway and you throw something out your window and then you keep going down the interstate and you don't even think about the fact that you left garbage on the fucking side of the road. Yeah, for someone else to fucking deal with. But the next person to come along either has to look at it or pick it up. It's kind of that way with single guys and them being assholes or ghosting or whatever it is that they do. It's completely inconsiderate. And listen, once again, I keep harping on this particularly where we live it is three to one ratio here three guys to one woman yep mainly because we live in the fucking frozen tundra as is evident by the eight inches of snow we just got you gotta be fucking hardy to live here yeah you've got to be yeah man you got to be buckled down (laughs) but the idea that there's three guys to one woman to one woman and you're just fucking them off is crazy to me if you're legitimate i don't believe that either of the two guys she was communicating with were I think they were totally full of shit. And she also did mention to me that one of them, uh, she mentioned to about being tested and being clean and, you know, disease free. One of the guys just stopped communicating with her instantly. So clearly he didn't want to try to go, he didn't want to go down that road and wasn't interested in proving it or taking a test or anything like that. Total asshole. Yeah. But, but chances are the other guy was, was not single. Right. So again, single guy tip of the week. If you're getting in this space, if you're serious, do not blow off an opportunity simply for the sake of blowing it off. Politely decline. If you had a change of heart, if you got cold feet, politely Bow out, but don't be a dick and fuck it up for the next guy behind you. Yeah, be a good steward of the lifestyle. Yeah, and don't fuck it up for the person that you're communicating with, whoever it is, because that person has shit to do too. Yeah. You know, this this particular gal that we're going to talk about, she has to change a lot of shit around. Yeah. You know, she has to bring a change of clothes with her when she met me because she had to go directly to work. You just can't fuck around. Yeah. You know, and and it's really unfortunate that that happened. So that's my single guy tip of the week. You could have fucked it up for me, so don't. Well, they didn't, thankfully. (laughs) Fortunately, because also, thanks to all the single guy tips of the week that we've used, I used all of that information to communicate with this gal. And I'm here to tell you, it worked because I totally got laid. It was amazing. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You seem to really impress her. Uh, well, on was, multiple different occasions. Yeah, well, she has a very unique kind of situation. So I found it, it was very erotic and interesting and fun, and uh, and she's attractive. You saw, you know, you've seen the pictures of her. You saw her first, actually. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's really a unique situation. She is she does not not look like our friend Hannah. Very similar, built the same way. Yeah, just just a little bit taller because Hannah's like five foot nothing, uh, much like yourself. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, very very similar in build and just super fun and and sexy and, and a good time. So somebody could have fucked that up. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. Cause me too. You were beaming the day after. It was hot. For the day of and day, the day after. Of. Yeah, it was yeah. super hot. Yeah. Well, it's unusual that that kind of opportunity doesn't come around a lot. Again, because of where we are in our our circumstances. Uh, so it worked out really well. I dug it. So I will say, as we get into this story, that this is the first time you have ever played alone in our home. Yes, the only other person I have played with here. And not alone was with Hannah and you were in the house. Right. I have played with her alone, but not in our house. You have played with her alone, but in a hotel room. Yes. This is the first time ever that you were in our home, in our bed with someone else. I was away. Yep. And as we get into the story, you'll also hear that it was, 
I, I had to jump through some hoops for this. Yeah, yeah, you totally did. Totally solid wing person. Yeah. No doubt. But it was a really unique experience because of all of those elements. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's a unique story. So I'll get into it a little bit. But as we were talking about earlier, the whole way that this happened really was because you set up my profile, you put my pictures on there, <laughs> you initially you know, responded to her initial communication, which was really enjoyed your pictures, find you very attractive and you know that kind of thing. And then it turned into me communicating with her uh, over the course of about a week's time. And of course, as you communicate with people, you find out what they're looking for and what their needs are, particularly scheduling needs. And she told me pretty early on that her schedule is crazy. And she believes that that's partly why she has not had a lot of success in meeting anyone. For sure. Because again, she is a medical professional. She works an early shift. She goes into work at 645 in the morning. So I had to meet her at 5.15 in the morning in our home. Yes. Uh, which, you know, for most people, I think a lot of people would probably create an issue. Well, especially when you're partnered. Yes, absolutely. I mean, even- Fortunately, our gym <laughs> opens up at 5 and it works out really well. Yeah, but it was also my day off. Yes, poor planning. It was, it was a Monday and that was not a great plan. Mondays so. are my day to just chill in the morning, drink coffee, yeah. look at fucking stupid TikTok videos. <laughs> like yeah. I spend the first two hours of my day doing nothing. Well, when I'm out of the house, particularly, you just kind of hang out because it's your the quiet time for you. And I typically leave for work at like 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah. So you have a lot of the morning to yourself. In this particular case, I kind of disrupted that pattern. And so you come to me and you're like, hey, you know, this woman wants to meet up. And I'm like, oh, that's great. When? And you're like, well, that's the interesting part. She wants to meet tomorrow, Monday, your day off at 515 in the morning. And I was like, okay, <laughs> sounds like a good idea. <laughs> and really in my head, I'm going, are you fucking serious? You couldn't have done it Tuesday through Friday. But you seem so excited about it that I didn't want to mess that up for you. Well, I don't think it would have messed it up because she was fully aware that it is a big ask for people to just drop everything you're doing and be prepared to meet someone that you're meeting for the first time at 5.15 in the morning. Yeah. So she would. I think she would have been just fine with it. In fact, when I told her afterwards, of course, is, hey, we just got to do this any day but Monday. I totally didn't realize it was you know Brenna's day off. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Please apologize to her. I feel so bad. She's like, I would never have done that for anybody on my day off. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But, you know, I said, we uh, we have a unique uh, relationship, so she's okay, but I'm not going to do that to her on Mondays anymore. It's like, okay, no more Mondays. So she was very cool with it. Any other day. Any day, just not Mondays. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a unique ask for sure. I was not prepared for that. Uh, so she's okay on some weekends, depending on, you know, what her schedule is like, but any weekday, 5.15 in the morning until 6.30, she's good to go. Yeah. So that, I mean, listen, I'll say this, at least you know there's a consistency, right? So if we're going to put something together, we can always schedule it, which we're currently doing. It just, that makes things really easy. The time isn't awesome, but it does make it easy because there is a hard schedule. Right. Which a lot of people don't have the opportunity to do. Right. So which I dig. what did you guys discuss that you would want to do? I mean, how did this whole thing kind of come together? So the whole situation with her is that, again, she is coupled. She's part of a, of a couple. She's married. And her partner is, according to her, as she describes him, he is Mr. Vanilla. She refers to him as her vanilla. And he, he doesn't have an interest necessarily in going into the kink space or playing in the impact world or 
Any of that. Any of Just not his thing. You know, he's not predator prey, not impact, nothing. So they've talked about it, but he has just decided that's not for him. Not for him. So their solution to that was, obviously, she really feels like she needs this in her life and from a sexual perspective. They decided that she was going to kind of venture out and find someone with whom she could play that would make sense for her. So... Hence the profile. And I found it interesting, of course. And when she was telling me this, I thought, okay, this seems legit. She has a full face pick on there and it's her name and very kind of cool uh, that she's kind of relaying this to me in this way and that they had the opportunity as a couple and the strength as a couple to kind of go this route. So she told me that she's very much interested in impact. She had not had any real experience in it whatsoever. She's very submissive, 100% submissive. That is her personality and really wants to, she wanted to dive into that a little bit more. She wants protocols. That That's a big, you know, protocol play for her is really becoming important to her at this point. And so that's, those are the kinds of things we talked about. Talked about some boundaries, obviously. Condoms clearly are a must. Again, medical professional. Uh, we corresponded about testing and, and what that was like. Initially, she didn't want, I think the way she described it was like nothing disgusting, you know, no blood, none of that, uh, which I was like, nope, Hey, don't yuck you know. anyone's yum. I was like, okay, I get it. She's like, <laughs> you know, I come from the medical field. She's like, I just can't. I'm like, okay, I got it. That's cool. Fair. Whatever. You know, <laughs> nope, no problem. And that was really it. Just some of those really basic kind of boundaries. And she said, I could really, I really want to kind of find my way as we go. Yeah. And maybe we can discuss if something is working or not working and, you know, during or after and, and adjust. I said, no problem. Sounds like a plan. And gave her all of the information that she needed about us and what our relationship was like. And she was pretty blown away by the idea that you were willing to get up at five o'clock in the morning, go to the gym so that I could play in the morning with her. Uh, Very appreciative of that. She did not expect it, which is why she was simply looking for single guys thinking, well, surely a single dude would make, you know, a concession to have some fun with an attractive woman at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. She was wrong, apparently. That's not a thing, I guess, Uh, (laughs) at least not in her experience. So good for me. Yeah, Yeah, you win. Totally, totally did. Yeah. Yeah. So we made a plan to see each other. And uh, you very, very politely, I got you up at like 4.45. I was like, hey, it's 4.45. <laughs> yeah, you came and rubbed my leg and you're like, it's it's time to get up. And, and I, I was I like, <laughs> And I did mention, I did ask her like the day before we were getting ready to meet. I said, hey, I'm up really early. What are you taking your coffee? And she's like, oh, cool, just cream, you know. And so she's like, oh, that's really nice. I feel so much better. We're actually going to sit and talk for a few minutes. And she's like, I know I'm going to be nervous. And I said, no problem. We can just have coffee. Totally fine with me. Yeah. You know, didn't work out that way. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> she's pretty naughty. But uh, yeah, I was, I, and when she said that, I thought, okay, so we'll just have coffee. We'll get kind of a get to know you kind of thing and see where her head is at and make sure she's comfortable and I'm comfortable and we like each other. And, you know, and that was it. Yeah, all we had and done, the in-person chemistry is there, which is yeah, really important. All we had done is exchange pictures at that point. Very benign pictures, totally clad, and uh, just kind of see if there was a a connection. So you got up, you had a very quick cup of coffee, scurried out the door to the gym. Uh, I had obviously showered and shaved and all that good stuff. And right on time, you know, she knocked on the door. I had coffee ready for her. We sat on the couch uh, and had a really interesting conversation for about 15 minutes. It was what brought her to this point, which was the fact that, of course, she, while she enjoyed her relationship, her physical relationship with her partner, there was, she just felt for a long time that there was something she was missing. Which I so get. Because it's 100%. like once you know that you need that, from my experience. Tough to get it out of your head. Yeah. It's all you think about. It's just yeah. like this little worm in the back of your brain that you just can't get rid of. Yeah. Tough, tough to get that out of your mind. 
Absolutely. I should also say she came, first of all, I, I really appreciated this. She absolutely did not have to do this. And I said that to her afterwards. So she didn't feel like she had to do it again. Again, she works in a hospital. So she came dressed like date ready and had her work clothes <laughs> with her. So I'm like, you. What is date ready? Like a nice blouse? She and was like, like, she was, yeah, she looked like she was ready to go out to dinner. I was like, you do not have to do this at 5.15 in the morning. Now, I had, you know, I had jeans and a t-shirt on and I yeah, freshly showered. Yeah, you looked nice too. Yeah, but I was also barefoot because it was 5.15 in the morning and I run around the house naked or in a robe most of the time. So I, I mean, was, you probably could answer the door in a robe and well, she probably wouldn't have given a shit. Probably. But, you know, that was formal wear for me, you know, jeans and a t-shirt first thing in the morning. So I was like, you totally did not have to do this. She's like, because she had a bag with her. She had like a gym bag with her. Uh, I was like, got props? She's like, I got my clothes. She goes, I have to change. I have to be at work at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. So I have to change. So, well, you didn't have to do this. You could have just came in that, you know? So anyway. I what did she say to that? She was like, okay, totally noted. And I won't, won't do this again. I was like, I appreciate it. You look great. She smelled great. Obviously, you know that because you smelled her when, she, <laughs> when you got home. But I was like, yeah, you totally don't have to do that. I really appreciate it. It was really very sweet. Yeah. You know, she's like, oh, you know, Well, she wanted time. to make the effort. That's a yeah. big deal. Yeah. First time I wanted to make sure, you know, everything, everything was right. And I looked good. And I'm hey, no sweat. I'm, I'm happy for you. So <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Uh, and, and she was. She seemed very affable and fun and, and very comfortable, of course. Now, our dog jumped on the couch and got in between us and, you know, got Being in the Being obnoxious, way. Yeah, I'm sure. Total cock blocker, that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of, it was very kind of a comfortable situation. Just drinking coffee and just chatting. Light chat, nothing sexual. Really just the basics of, you know, how she kind of got to this place and, uh, you know, our relationship a little bit. She was just, again, blown away that you would, she's like, she's really not here. Your wife's not here. I said, nope, not yeah, here. Yeah, you Shut said she gym. was so nervous about me being there or coming home during it or something. Yeah, as a matter, and I'll, I'll tell you something I didn't tell you when I start getting into the story that happened. It, I found really funny. But yeah, she was like, I just didn't want it to be awkward the first time I'm meeting. It's like I'm coming over and I'm going to have sex with her husband probably. <laughs> I was like, well, I do it all the time. So this is not like, you know, don't worry about it. Somebody will come home, she'll have a date and I'll be in the kitchen cooking or on the couch doing emails or something and some you know friend of hers will be here and I, I meet him for the first time it's not a big deal she's like okay i just i was just concerned you know <laughs> rightfully so you know she yeah, was not expecting yeah she was also not expecting for this to be with a guy who was part of a couple she was expecting to meet a single dude yeah you know which i get it i totally get it she did also mention to me i found this f- kind of funny she did not have an interaction with a single guy Communicatively, she wasn't. She was digitally communicating with a number of these guys. Not a single one of them lived alone. Every one of them had at least one roommate. That was also part of the problem. Mm, so that there, would be part of the problem. There you have it. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's apropos for our area. You got five dudes living in a an apartment. Well, yeah, it's you very know, expensive to live a, here. It's ridiculously expensive to live here. I don't know how a lot of people do it. So yeah, she had that. That was an issue as well. She was obviously not comfortable. Going to some stranger's home where there's another guy there. Yeah. That was, she was like, I am never going to do that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Totally got that. So 15 minutes goes by. She kind of put her hand on my leg. She's like, so are we doing this? I'm like, sure. Give me your cup. So I took her coffee cup, went to the kitchen, put it in the sink. I said, let's go. Took her by the hand. Upstairs we went. So the room was Whoa, already so set. So she, she was the one that made the first move. She did. Yeah, absolutely. Which surprises me because she is submissive. And you said she's yep. very submissive. Very submissive. So you were kind enough. You made the bed for me and all the, lit, the room looked great. And I had the light on very dimly lit our, our ceiling light. We can, it has, it's on a rheostat. So I had it turned all the way down. And she, I said, she, we had initially talked about, again, some protocols and how this was going to go. And I, she made it very clear that she was submissive and needed direction. And I obviously 
present it to her that I will give you all the direction, no problem. Right. So when we got upstairs, I said, uh, I need you to take your clothes off, which she totally did. <laughs> so I got naked right away, you know, jeans and just pulled my jeans off and took my t-shirt off. So she got completely undressed and her pictures look really good. She looks way better in person. Great <laughs> way <body>. better naked. <laughs> way better naked. Great body. Just like you. Big booty. Amazing, amazing breasts. Long hair, of course. And the first thing I'm thinking is, oh, good. More hair all over the place. So this will be awesome. Uh, yeah, tattoos. I mean, she's just, she's really hot. So, of course, I said, I need you to get on your knees and suck my cock, which she totally did. Ooh, was she like super excited during this whole thing? So much so. Yeah. Very enthusiastic. Uh, she I, And I, she didn't put her hair up because her hair is kind of down. So I had to kind of put it in a ponytail in my hand and I was holding on to it. I didn't know exactly because she doesn't didn't really know exactly to that point just how much impact she was looking for. Sure. So started out very slowly. But as things progressed, it was very clear that the more impactful things got, the more aroused and excited and into it she got. Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised by the level of impact she was wanting. By the time it was over. Yeah. And we'll talk about that because you got to see the pictures. Yes. Wow. Was she into it? So uh, from there, I thought, well, I'm gonna, she's going to get the full meal deal, full treatment. So I said, <laughs> I, need, I need you to get on the bed, lay on your back, put your knees up, put your feet on the bed. Yeah. So I went down on her. And she told me ahead of time, as I told you, she is a squirter. Yes. She mentioned that to me. She, she said, warned you. She warned me, but she ne- she also said to me, not before, but after, she has never squirted from oral sex before. Oh. So, of course, I wasn't thinking one way or the other at that point. I had no idea. And it was pretty amazing. She is so neatly trimmed and fresh and clean. It was quite lovely. And, of course, after, I don't know, five or six minutes, she squirted all over me, <laughs> all over the bed. It was amazing. <laughs> And then I thought, oh, shit, we have to clean the sheets and the blanket and everything today, like this morning. Like, Brenda's going to go crazy because that's what I'm thinking in the back of my mind. I'm like, ah, oh, she's going to be so On pissed. my day off? We just washed these yesterday. Like, we have to do this again. So, yeah, she squirted all over me. It was an amazing orgasm. She orgasmed. It was amazing. Uh, and from there, very quickly, I started nibbling on her a little bit. She likes the primal idea but had not played in that space. Where were you nibbling her? Her thighs to begin with and then slowly moving up her stomach and then her breasts. And they were super sensitive. I knew instantly when I got to her boobs, things were going in the right direction because they're very, very sensitive. And then I got to her neck. Total game changer. <laughs> Much like somebody else I know, won't mention any names. Her Some neck, other naughty pants? Yeah, yeah, that is her premier erogenous zone. Whether uh-huh. my hands were around her neck or whether I was even lightly kissing her neck and then biting, mm. I mean, just she was all over the place. Impossible to even keep her in, like, she was moving herself off the bed. Oh. She, like, really, like, uncontrollably squirming and all that kind of thing, which was great because I got to restrain her, which I totally did. So I was holding her wrists down. I was on top of her, leaning over and kind of nibbling on her neck. And then I had her turn over, and I was biting the back of her neck, the nape of her neck, and right beneath her neck. She was losing her shit. Oh, I feel it. It was girl. amazing. Um, she came from my biting her. What? Yeah, just from biting her on the back of her neck. How do you know she came? Because she told me. Oh, and shit. And her legs started shaking, and I thought, oh, this is interesting. She's like, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. I'm like, no shit. Sure enough, she did. That is awesome. Yes. It was... I was 
so fucking worked up by this point because I I have not even there's no been no penetration to this point not even close condom is still wrapped up yeah. on the nightstand which you were kind enough to leave for me. <laughs> What's so interesting them, about actually. that is we had a we had a podcast listener that reached out the other day and was like, "Hey, Brenna, have you ever come from someone um, nibbling on your breasts?" And I was like, "No, that sounds awesome. I'd love to." And she's like, "Well, I do it all the time, and I don't know if that's weird. It's just so funny how like different parts of different people's bodies have that reaction." Action and it's just it's completely different based on who it is and how you're touching them and only that's one really other, hot. Only one other time in my life has that happened to me where a woman had orgasmed from no penetration, no oral. It was many, many years ago, probably twenty-five years ago. And I totally was having sex in my office with someone, and she came <laughs> by kissing her on her kissing her lips, kissing her neck, and rubbing on her breast. She came sitting on my lap. Uh, in a chair, in an office chair. Holy shit. She was super orgasmic. That's the only other person that's ever happened with. Wow. So I was I was so excited because now she's clearly comfortable. Mm-hmm. She's finding her groove. She's in her space. And it was just amazing. So nibbling on her ear, nibbling on her neck. And now I realize, of course, where a lot of her erogenous zones are and what's totally working. Yeah. So I, she's flipped over. She's on her stomach. So then I got behind her and I was licking her pussy from behind. Oof, yum. And she's got a great, great ass. Just great. So... Kind of got one hand on each of her cheeks, and I'm licking her from behind. I have not spanked her yet. I thought, now is the premiere time, <laughs> which I did. And she clearly loved it because as I was spanking her, first on the right, then on the left, and then kind of going back and forth, she was backing up into me. Oh. So she's right up against my chest now at this point. And I'm very slowly starting with the impact, but it became evident pretty quickly that she wanted and could take much more than I was giving her. So she was getting smacked pretty hard there toward the end and reared up. I mean, you know, just her head is now up in the air. She's on her elbows, moaning and just totally into this. Oh, man. So I start touching her. She is soaking wet at this point, of course, because she is squirted and the bed is wet. So I'm just kind of playing with her clit a little bit while I'm now biting her on the ass and spanking spanking her at the same time. Amazingly hot. Just amazingly hot. So at this point, I think, I figure, okay, I have, uh, you know, I'm going to have to have her suck my cock again because (laughs) I just, it was so much fun. So I said, follow me, got her up, sat her up on the bed. I walked over to our couch where Mm -hmm. I generally sit a lot of times when you're sucking my cock, sat down. I said, please get on your knees. She got on her knees. I wrapped her hair up in my hand and I put her hands on my thigh so she couldn't use her hands and then just moved her mouth toward my cock. And she started basically making me face fuck her is what she did. Like she was forcing my cock down her throat. She's choking and gagging, like totally unprovoked. This was all on her. I was like, wow, this is working out really well. Good deal. This looks familiar. I dig this. (laughs) So she did that. Pulled my, she took her mouth off my cock, started licking my balls. And this, then she looked at me. She said, can I use my hands? I said, sure. She started stroking my cock, which was super hot. She's looking at me while she's doing that. Very fucking hot. Oh, Really hot. So about that time, when the heat kicks on in our house, the doors move. You get that that vacuum kind of thing going on, like yeah. our bedroom door. Like It'll d- shake. It just shakes. Yeah. So while she's sucking my cock, deep throating me, she's choking. She's got tears coming down her face. <laughs> the door does that. She stops instantly and just looks at me. I was like, 
there's nobody here. It's just, just <laughs> she a, thought just I a was wind. coming home. She was like, "Oh my god, I got so scared." I'm like, "If she did come in, she would just ask to join." I said, "There's nothing to be concerned about." You know, she kind of laughed. She's like, "I know. I don't know why I'm so freaking out." I said, "It's okay, but there's nobody here." I said, "If you hear a noise, it's just the wind." So sure enough, I, it was just funny. It was just one of those funny moments that I thought oh, I got to tell Brenda she's going to get a kick out of this. Kind of like that. Uh, I wonder if that's my brother or my husband coming in, kind of moment. When oh you, God! When please that say that's Brian and not my brother. Yeah, that doesn't as I, happen. As yeah, Clint balls deep in my ass yeah that doesn't happen very often we are hoping it's your partner not your sibling (laughs) anyway uh it was funny but didn't skip a beat she went right back to sucking my cock and that that lasted for a a good 10 minutes or so because it was so much fucking fun because now she's i let her hands go and she's running her hands up and down my 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 chest and my stomach my legs super hot so i was like okay i have to fuck her she sounds very sensual she is very much so and super submissive so she's okay she would absolutely take some initiative but if you if i said to her hey don't do this do that like instantly would just stop and do whatever i wanted her to do Mm -hmm. it was really very kind of sexy so when i was I, i just i wanted to fuck her so badly i was like okay i want you on the bed and she's like, you want me on my back or my stomach? I said, on your back. So I went over to the or my nightstand, my side of the, of the bed, got a condom, brought another one over to the nightstand uh, because you were kind enough to leave me three and lube. Very kind of you. Yes, I know. So I get on top of her and I didn't know exactly how much impact, again, that she's looking for from, from this perspective. So as I get on top of her, I, I get inside of her. She, I'm holding her ankles now. And I was fucking her pretty hard. And she was really digging it. So then I thought, okay, I'm going to put her legs on my shoulders. And I'm going to start playing with her breasts and kind of see how hard I can squeeze. And she was everything was great. And then I squeezed her nipples. And holy shit, that changed the game. She clenches just like you do when she has an orgasm. And, of course, she squirted all over me again. Oh. And it was – I mean, it was like – it was like I touched her nipples and turned a valve. It was insane. <laughs> it was insane. And of course, the whole time she's apologizing. I'm like, stop apologizing. It's no problem. I said, this is not my first rodeo. We're good. <laughs> this is not the first time I've been squirted on. Nope. Th- not, or the last. Certainly not on this bed. So we are just fine. <laughs> So she is just, now she's got her hands, she's running her hands through her own hair, which was super hot. Yeah. So I got much, I I stopped playing with her boobs, got my, got a little bit closer to her. And now I have both hands around her neck. Not hard, just some pressure. And she is now, she took her hands from her hair and put them on my wrist as if to keep them there. Not, not because it was a, it was too much pressure. She's actually pushing my hands down on her neck. As if to say you, you're good. I like this. Totally good. hundred percent. Yeah. So. From that perspective, and once she did that, I just started fucking her as hard as I can. It was so fucking hot. <laughs> and then uh, from there, I kind of turned her on her side so that I had access to uh, her to her breast and her neck again. But now I'm pulling her hair. So I was kind of fucking her in a three-quarter position and pulling her hair and choking her at the same time. Yeah. And that super was hot for her. She totally dug that. In fact, that's kind of where we stayed for a good period of time. I just moved her to the other side. Yeah. And eventually... She ended up on her stomach, and then I straddled her and was fucking her from behind, Ugh. spanking her, and that's where those really big marks came from that yeah. she sent me, because I was really slapping her ass hard. That's my favorite position, Yeah, because well, you have so much access to like my ass, and yeah. you can just get so deep. And from there, I started bite. I was holding her wrist down, so her arms are at her sides, yeah. and I was biting her on the back of the neck again, and Ugh. it was just, that was where she just was losing it, and she was squeezing so fucking hard, I had like five minutes left before I was going to come. There was no doubt. And what she said to me was, I want you to come on me. 
Like, okay. Oh. Now we're, now we're talking. Now we're, ta- we're, now we're talking. So I just start fucking her really hard and eventually pull out, pull the condom off, and just came all over her back and her ass. It was fucking amazing. Oh. And so when that was over, the interesting thing, and this is a woman I've just met for the first time. We've communicated for a week. We have a pretty good understanding of what each other was looking for and what we needed. Just had this hot session, which, as we found out, lasted 50 minutes because she had to hurry and get out of there. And, you know, kind of she cleaned herself up and put some makeup on and had to run out. But we laid there very comfortably for two people who hardly knew each other. Yeah. And she, she was like, I really hope that that was good for you. She's like, I, I, this is a really kind of the first time I'm really delving into this. I want to make sure that there's something you need. Just let me know if I did anything wrong. Oh. Like, did anything wrong. Well, that's sweet. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> So it was crazy. Everything right. Everything was right. And so we just kind of had a very cool conversation. Now, of course, I should say I got up, got a towel, a warm towel, wet it, wiped her down, got a dry towel, wiped her down. And so then we were just kind of laying there and having this conversation about, was it okay? And did I do anything wrong? And I was like, absolutely not. She's like, do you want to do this again? Absolutely, I do. She's like, well, maybe we can do it at 5.30 instead of 5.15. Like, you know, so we're not, I'm not rushing your wife out of the house and all that kind of stuff, which I thought was kind of nice. That is nice. And she said, you know, hopefully we can come up with some kind of schedule that makes sense. And so, yeah, it was just about 10 or 15 minutes of, or really 10 minutes of just conversation. Then she had to get dressed. She's like, do you mind if I use the bathroom? I got to put makeup on. said, nope, absolutely not. Do your thing. Put my jeans and my t-shirt back on. I am sweating, of course, because I had to go to work. (laughs) I was working. And uh, very quickly, she got her hair done, put her put her hair up. She's now in scrubs. And uh, I walked her downstairs, asked her if she wanted some more coffee. She said, no, she was good. Kissed me goodbye and out the door she went. And then literally, I took a business call. The phone rang and uh, you came in like five minutes later because I had texted you. I said, all good, all done. Yeah. And you came home and uh, I'm still sweating. I look like a total mess. <laughs> and yeah, it was fucking hot. And then you and I had a conversation about how hot it was. Well, I come in the door and you're on the phone. I immediately come up and kiss you. And the first thing I smell is perfume, yeah. which was fucking hot to me. It was yeah. very erotic. And I had her hair all over me. I just this long hair kind of all over me because yeah. it's sticking to me because I'm sweating. So you know? your body smells like perfume. And as I'm kissing your mouth, it tastes like pussy. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so fucking hot. And weird, right? Was it weird? It was weird only because it's only happened one other time really that I've smelled another woman on you and I wasn't there to experience why you smelled like another woman. And it was our friend Hannah, which kind of puts a different twist on it. Right. right? Well, I mean, you've played with other women too. I mean, we went to the- Yeah, our fr- a couple of friends. You know, the yeah. house party and, yeah. and you played with the beautiful woman there and yeah. those, you know, I mean, there've been other experiences, but this was really the first time that it's like, I have no- knowledge of who this woman is aside from one profile picture and what her perfume and pussy smells like (laughs) for sure and they're all lovely yeah Yeah, so you and i talked about it a little bit and you were clearly worked up at the idea Mm -hmm. and so i had to hang up i had to hang up this call i get off this call i was like hey uh brennan just got home i need to catch up uh and just hung up and i was like that was crazy yeah did not expect all of that i said i apologize in advance we have to wash the sheets right now (laughs) You were like, what What happened? I'm like, well, she may be a squirter, just saying. Yeah, that wasn't even the biggest issue, though. Her hair was everywhere. everywhere. I go upstairs to the bed, and there's literally blonde hair covering the bed. Yeah, there was like, very, what the fuck? Did you were, rip her hair out? There was not a lot of time where I wasn't holding her hair at some point once we really got into it. When I Now that I, you know, when I thought back on it, yeah. from the time she was on her knees until I 
came on her back, my fucking hands were in her hair because yeah. she just enjoyed it so much. You know, it was just so obvious. But very clear to me afterwards that she had never experienced that kind of play before. Yeah. And of course, she told me that later. She just, she texted me all day that day, just, you know, beaming from the whole thing. She sent me the pictures. Now, we also have to say, I have to say she has very fair skin. Yes. Which I did not notice until obviously I was with her. But, ooh, she, I, she, she sent me some pictures and I texted you first. I said, well, she may have a few bruises. And I sent you the pictures. You're like, holy shit. A yeah. few bru- She was bruised on the inside of her thighs, on her ass, on the back of her thighs, on her back, on her neck, on her boobs, everywhere. She was covered in bruises. Covered in bruises. And she was beaming, showing me these pictures. She was at work. She's in this, what looked like a broom closet. You know, you could see brooms and shit in the background. And she's taking these pictures. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. And she has very fair skin. So fortunately, by the time she had gotten back home, uh, of course, her partner saw some of them, but there, a lot of them kind of went away, the initial uh, bruise. But the next day, she sent me pictures, and you could see some bruises again that had started to turn yellow and you know a little discolored. But yeah, it was fucking hot. What did her partner hot. think of all this? He didn't understand it. Uh, she said he really doesn't get it. He, he gets that she gets it and wants it, but... It's just not in his wheelhouse. Yeah. He doesn't see the, he, I guess he doesn't see the, the draw in it for her. Like he doesn't get why she digs it. Yeah. And he doesn't have the interest in it. Which is. So, yeah. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It works for them. You know, whatever works for them. So yeah, it was a very hot experience. And yes, I did see her again and I'm probably going to see her again because it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah it sounds like you guys have something good going on. Yeah. It's interesting because this is uh, not what I expected at all. And, and I said this, I think we talked about this a few months ago when we started having the conversation about the, the poly kind of experiences. I don't think we can discount anything. I did not expect this to happen. When you and I decided to put individual profiles on, I thought, okay, well, we'll see what happens. Sure enough, this is what happens. And and it's funny because, you know, they say when it rains, it pours. Now that this kind of connection has taken place, now I'm getting more responses. Yeah. Some of them complete horseshit. And then some it's like, eh, not too sure. Um, but, you know, it, it's really interesting how when, once you kind of change your, your trajectory, this kind of stuff happens, right? Yeah. You can't continue to do the same thing over and over. As we know, that's the definition of insanity. But changing things up a little bit opens up a lot of doors. And I was hesitant to do it to begin with, obviously, because it's just not my thing. But um, as is proof of you having to set up my profile, because I never would have done it. Uh, <laughs> but it certainly worked. Well, you're welcome. Thank you, <laughs> wing lady. I'm the best wing woman. Yeah, it was I get you hot. laid all the time. <laughs> yeah, you do. It was so... Yeah, you actually reached out to uh, the, the guy I was having coffee with who was probably the hottest person in town. You set that up, yep. which is kind of nice. Uh, but yeah, super fucking hot. I, I enjoyed it very much. He was very communicative with me after, again, asking me questions like, was there anything else I can do and that kind of thing. Um, and she and I had a little bit of a conversation about how we might change play, which we did the next time we saw each other, which we'll talk about at a later date. Also crazy fucking hot and another, a lot of other experiences, uh, new experiences for her as well. So everything basically is a new experience yeah. for her at this point. You know? Which is fucking exciting that she's yeah. doing all of that with you. That must feel kind of good, right? Yeah it, yeah, it really does because it's like reliving all of the new, the old stuff, right? Like like dipping back into... Yeah, you're seeing it all through a new lens. Yeah, t- totally different. And watching someone who's never done it before 
thrive and blossom in it because she is just asking for more and more and more and more. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like I, we talked about it last night. Like it's like getting a tattoo. You can't just get one. Right. And nobody eats one potato chip. Right. That's not a thing. Yeah. So yeah, she just wants more of it. It's it's crazy. And it clearly, based on what she had told me, which again, we'll talk about next week, sparked some more conversations between her and her partner, which I think is interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the shit out of that, even though it was 530 in the morning. Well, I enjoyed it too because we have been playing off of it for a while now. Yeah. And there is something very sexy about me reclaiming you. Well, it's a it's a it's a juxtaposition, right? Typically it's you had the experience and then you come home and then we kind of have that reconnective time based on that experience that you had. Yes. Now it's based on the experience that I had, which is a total change obviously, but very hot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think I am different when I have been with someone else and I come home to you versus you being with her? Thousand percent. I feel it too. Thousand percent. I feel much more badass bitch walking in there like taking my man back. That's how I feel. Yeah, it's a hundred percent different because it's it, well, there's there is a component of that certainly, but it's also you're you're super you were eager to hear what had happened because you didn't know you didn't see it and you got to experience what I experienced. Yeah. That anticipation. Yeah. It's like, because I'm sure much like myself, when you're with someone and I'm at the gym or I'm doing whatever, you're thinking in your mind, like you don't know exactly what's happening, but you're certainly thinking about what is potentially happening. Oh, yeah. I'm like writing this naughty, erotic story in my mind while I'm at the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really fun. And by the time you get, we get back together, which wasn't till later that night because I had to get, I was running late. I had to go to work and you had just gotten back. So it was hours before we got a chance to reconnect. So you're still thinking of all that stuff that's playing playing in your mind of what could potentially have happened. Although I did give you some kind of bits and pieces. You gave me little breadcrumbs throughout the day, yeah. knowing that you were driving me fucking crazy. Yeah, I figured the pictures would push you over the edge. They did. They were amazing. I may have masturbated. <laughs> I could tell because there was a dildo and lube in the bed when I got home. So yeah, it was it was really just a hot experience. And, and I, I, you know... Really, for me, also afterwards, initially after it, like she had left, there was a few minutes of time. Then the phone rang. I was thinking to myself because I text you. She's been at the gym the entire time, thinking about what I normally think about. Yeah, I'm just curious to see what her reaction is going to be when she comes home. And I knew how I like. I knew you were going to smell it on me instantly. You walked in the house and you could smell it. Oh yeah, it was hot sex and no regret. It was fucking hot. It smelled like sex in our entire house, yeah. and that was fucking hot to me. Yeah. And it was like that all day. Yeah, like I washed the sheets, and as I'm putting them in the laundry, it's just this like s- crazy rush of pussy and, and pussy sex. perfume and yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I was like, Pheromones. oh God, this is so hot. Yeah, it was crazy. It was really crazy. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was a good time. It was a good time. So, Do you like the fact that she's partnered? Yes, very much so. Why? It takes a lot of, I think it removes a lot of drama. Yeah, potential that's how I feel drama. with Dean too. Yeah, it takes a lot of potential drama out of the equation. Um, I will say, she. so again, we, as we've, we just mentioned, I did see her again. She wanted to play again yesterday yeah and i thought about that and i thought you know i think i think that might be a little too much it would have been three days very close together one week yeah would have been too much yeah and for a lot of reasons and i just didn't think i wanted to to kind of go down that road i get why she wants to play it's an it's new this is a new experience she's digging it yeah and she's able to express herself in that way 
And I totally understand it. It's probably very freeing for her. Yeah, 100%, you know, just liberating for her. Yeah. But I really wanted to slow it down a little because I didn't want it to become, uh, you know, a situation where it was like three times a week we're going to see each other. That's that's just too much. It's not realistic. It's not realistic. It's too much. And I didn't want to put any unrealistic expectations on this. And I think we'll talk about that. We are going to see each other next week, not Monday, but we're going to see each other (laughs) next week. And so I think we'll talk a little bit about not boundaries so much, but really kind of a more of a manageable timeline. Sure. Um, which I think makes a lot of sense. But yeah, it was so much fucking fun. She, I, I got lucky. Listen, we've been lucky to this point with the single gals. We have gotten the opportunity to to play with. Hannah's been a friend now for over a year. Yes. And she's amazing. This gal, who I have not given a name yet to, maybe we'll just do, maybe Amy. I like Amy. We'll do Amy. That's cute. Amy is awesome she could easily i could see turn into someone who i could spend time playing with till our time here is done certainly so i, I think it i think it worked out really well we've been very fortunate with the people we've we've met particularly the single gals that we've met yeah yeah so how so when you got home and you kissed me of course and tasted and smelled everything that had just happened <laughs> what was that like for you like all day you got to, you had to be home alone it was the most erotic thing i've experienced in a long time and it was a reminder why it is I like you playing with other people. Because the biggest thing for me, and I think it's maybe a little bit different than it is for you, the biggest thing for me is I like the idea that my man is a prized possession. Not that you're my possession, but you know what I mean? Like you're you're in high demand and people are into you, they're attracted to you, they enjoy being with you. So then when I hear that this woman squirted all over you and had these amazing orgasms, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's my man. Yeah, I'm not super fucking charming, so I don't really know what it is. However, yes, you are. it was a lot of fun, and I don't really care why. Very charming and sexy. And my point is, I like that other people want you, and the idea of that throughout the day was very erotic to me. Yeah, it's again, it's that uh, for me, it's that royalty perk concept. Yeah, I guess it's kind of the same thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. it's you know that your partner is desired, mm-hmm. and regardless of whether that is you know the desire actually turns into something, um, you know physical or not people are admire you or or drawn to you yeah and it's the same thing like when we're out at a bar and someone's like i fucking you i'm like oh that's hot yeah or you know you're talking someone starts talking to you if i walk away go to the restroom do whatever there's there is that royalty piece where it's like oh yeah she's totally desirable and people want her in one form or another and whether you play with someone or not or i do at the end of the day evening whatever we end up back together that's that piece of that yeah it's kind of like it's it's obviously a varying degree of this but when you post we in our telegram group we do wiener wednesdays all the guys can have the option of posting their wieners that they want and you do all the time and women always respond and say how sexy you are or guys i mean anyone will respond and say how sexy you are and i'm like oh my god that's my man and i love that and so this was that taken up a hundred notches yeah and it's again for you it was a very unique experience because it was the first time i played with anyone alone in our home and for me it was weird because i'd never done it other than our friends, our couple friends, or Hannah, I've never been with anybody else in our bed, in our room, alone nope. without you. Very strange feeling. Yeah. You know, very I strange. It. I liked but it. But yeah, I dug it. It was a lot of fun. And of course, I did it again. It was fucking hot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a very cool experience. I'm, I'm looking forward to more of Amy. For sure. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, was a, it was an erotic experience. For sure. 
So last week we talked about me reconnecting with Clint in his return to the podcast. Yes. And uh, obviously we're still going to talk about that, but I just felt like this Amy situation was something so different. Yep. And you've now been with her again that I, I really wanted to divulge it to our listeners. And uh, if I'm being honest, I wanted to relive it because... Well, you also didn't know everything either. I didn't tell you all the details. Not everything. Yeah, not all the details. But yeah, it was uh, it was great. I'm... I'm super psyched about this concept of uh, more. I dig it. So you'll hear more about Amy soon. And obviously you'll hear about Clint. He and I had quite the session on Friday. Yes. I am still hurting from it. Yes. You Well, to be clear, Friday is the second time in two weeks that you've seen him. Yes. But you got worked on Friday. Oh, God. Worked. Worked over. Yeah, it was a it was a rough one. I am bruised and beaming over the bruises. Yeah, and I love it. It's it's interesting, and I'm go- I didn't mention it to Amy yet, but I will when I see her. Uh, that you had a very rough session, and just kind of get. I want. I'm curious to get her reaction to see what you know how she kind of what she thinks about that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. because she doesn't know 100%, obviously, your relationship with Clint. Then I'll, we've talked a little bit about you having regular play partners, but I'm gonna I'm curious to see kind of what she gleans from it, hmm. see how far she wants to go. Interesting. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So stay tuned, people. Holy hell, do we have a lot of fun <laughs> shit going on. We do. It's a good time. And for, we're very fortunate that we have regular friends and playmates. So fortunate. Yeah. So I think we're very fortunate that we have regular playmates, regular friends that we can communicate with. And listen, just like we had drinks and dinner with Clint two or three weeks ago now, I don't remember how long ago it was. And it was simply dinner and drinks. That's all it was. And being able to do those things is really kind of nice. Having a regular small group of people to kind of interact with. Yeah. It's very cool. I agree. I like it a lot. Me too. You know who else I like interacting with? Who? Our Patreon members. Well, yeah. We have so much fun talking with them on a daily basis in our Telegram group. As mentioned, we share naughty photos. We talk about all things lifestyle and life in general. It is such a fun, safe, supportive place to be. And if you are looking for that type of community, it is available via our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash front porch swingers. You can go and check out the different tiers. And it's also a way that you can sponsor the show. So if you love the show and you want to continue, uh, want to see us continue to move forward, we would really appreciate your consideration in joining that community. Yeah, Telegram is my favorite place. There's now, I think as of this morning, like 108 people on Telegram. And it's just, you know, it's just everything from Titty Tuesday, Wiener Wednesday, and uh, Thong Thursday to uh, everybody good morning and showing coffee mugs and just pets and the weather and all kinds of cool shit. And just very supportive communication as yeah. well. We we talk about lifestyle topics and, and really support each other in, you know, different views. Very very respectful, very supportive, kind place to be. Yeah, so it's very cool. I think we all need a little more of that in our lives right now. For sure. So patreon.com slash front porch swingers and a very big thank you to our newest Patreon members, Aaron, Marky Mark, Kyle, and Ellen. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Also, if you are needing a little extra spice in your life aside from the podcast you can head on over to our only fans i have put up multiple shoots this week i actually put up some more naughty audio i have a big surprise coming for our only fans members on tomorrow monday well i guess the day that this podcast is coming out so it's just a really fun naughty place to go and get some content uh onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers and i wanted to give a very big thank you and shout out to junior from orange county california he uh he was awesome on our only fans and asked if i would shout him out and i obliged because he's great so nice 
yeah, get yourself some naughty content. And also, guys, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FP Swingers 2. Make sure you head on over to our website, frontporchswingers.com. You can join our mailing list, which we're going to be sending lots of updates there very shortly. It's also where you can find our blogs and other information on things we have going on. And if you haven't subscribed to us on whichever platform you're currently listening on, we hope you'll consider it. And also subscribe to us on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is called From Porch Swingers. Lots of fun shit planned over there. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. Yep. Lots of cool stuff coming up. Uh, We've got some interactions we're going to talk about. We're going to do a video today in the snow for for YouTube. We're going to do that. Uh, It's going to be a good time. Cold, but good. (laughs) But yeah, lots of cool stuff coming up. Got to psych myself up for that one. (laughs) Yeah, I got to bundle up. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.